Hey there, everybody. Welcome into Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, the 90s, and maybe some from the early, early 2000s. No. Okay. Well, then welcome into a different show. This is an entirely different show now. We're including 2000s. As always, I am still the same person, Tom O'Flaherty. Across from me is John Sorrow. John, how are you? I'm doing very well. Really? Yeah. It's a nice day. I uh, Did you shave your head? I got a haircut. Oh, you, all of them? Uh, no, just some. I got a little trim for the holidays. Downstairs? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't much to begin with, but... Was a Christmas tree shape down there? Yeah. Oh, nice. It looks like Santa's beard. You know what you should do is a mistletoe. I hang it in my pews? Above your dick, yeah. Like on my belt buckle? <laughs> on... No. Yes, on your belt buckle. Not even on your body, but on your belt buckle. Yeah, and then yeah. kiss they, my... Wait, they, they have to. Kiss my grits. I went to a bar the other day. Actually, we went to a bar the other day. We did. And they had a, a mistletoe above the men's bathroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> so did you kiss a lot of dudes? You forced me over there to go to the bathroom with you, and you <laughs> made me do it. Well, I needed someone to hold it. My dick. Okay, I was like... <laughs> And you know, I'm not supposed to do any heavy lifting right now, but oh, I still did. Oh, shit. Big dick. Well played. Yeah. Hey, it was a compliment. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. What have you been up to? Uh, well, I know you worked today, and you had some uh, some drinkerinos. Yeah, it was one of my coworkers' was, uh, last day over at work, so we... Uh, a boss, right? Yeah, but he's a good friend of mine. He uh, went, you went to, to high school, though? He did. He went to high school with uh, me and one of our guests on the show today. Uh, one he, of our guests? Yeah. Do we have more? Yeah, we have guests from time to time. Oh, oh shit. Like one of our guests today. You're such a fucking idiot, Tommy. <laughs> you said one of our guests today. I know. Use your brain, you weird drunk dude. Um, so, yeah, there was a guy I went to high school with. He was a grade above us. It was full, uh, We know a lot of the same people, but uh, he's been working for the company for 16 years and finally wow. called it quits. Yeah. Were you... Were you guys friends in high school or just knew each no, other? No, we knew a lot of the same people, but we didn't really hang out all that much. But uh, How many people uh, in, in a grade at uh, Alameda High? Yeah. Alameda. Shout out to Alameda Murder. Um, yeah. What was it? What, 300, 400 in our graduating class? Wow. Something like that? Yeah. It was less for you, right? Because you're a little more rural. Yeah. It, well, kindergarten through eighth grade, it was 40 kids. Jeez. And then the first two years at public school... In the town over was about 200. And you're just fucking sick of everybody by the time it got to oh eighth grade. Because, like, Dude. you do them too well. Dude, you were the same kid. I look, I looked out that I was relatively popular. I was the, kind of a class clown. You were class cut clown? up. Class clown. Uh-huh. Um, but it, you were the same person from, like, first grade to eighth grade. Like, if you had pissed your pants or something by accident <laughs> in first grade... To eighth grade, you were the same thing with this class of 40 kids. Yeah, no the chance. Hot, you can't reinvent yourself. Never. No, no, no. Kids tried. I remember seeing, like, friends of mine, like, who were in that middle ground of being, like, bullied, but trying to be cool, like, trying to make that step up to yeah. the next grade. And they're all doing fine, I'm sure. Uh, or not. I don't know. Um, but I remember just being like, man, that's... I look back at it as an adult now and being like, I would never put my kid through that. I mean... I mean, I won't have kids, but... Tommy Jr., if you're listening to this... Uh, don't piss your pants. Oh, I was going to tell him to get cooler. <laughs> Reinvent yourself, you fucking nerd. Tommy John the Fourth. Really? That's your middle name, is John? No, well, it's oh. going to be our kid, but we'll just give him the fourth as for fun. I like third. that. I like that. Yeah. Because he can have a Roman numeral. That's cool. Yeah. I think probably if we really did have a kid together... <laughs> Uh, we could teach you some good stuff. Just imagine having catch with two dads. Can you, are you good at catch? No. Did you play sports? Uh, I played Little League. You um, played Little League. That's also called baseball. Yeah. Well, I just to give you a, I'm not, you know, (laughs) I wasn't like a, in high school, I was trying to give you a time frame. It's like the same thing if I say I played peewee hockey, kind of give you an idea of, well, you you could say I played little league baseball. Well, maybe I'm semantics-ing was... right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> semantics-ing. 
Uh, I also, in high school, played JV and varsity volleyball. That's right. What a fun sport. It was cool. I yeah. fucking... It sucked, though. I had to get up uh, early to go do volleyball practice before school, and then my very first period was PE, so I'd already be, like, running drills and shit for an hour and a half. Then first period, have to, like, run laps or go swimming or some other shit. Was this post-fat kid, John? No, this was, like... Probably why I lost some weight. Okay. Um, when you come back to my my family get together this summer, you're gonna be uh, lauded Pregnant? for. Oh. On what? <laughs> you're gonna be lauded for on uh, either side of the of the volleyball net because we play some serious competitive volleyball. I'm looking forward to some bocce ball and this lake oh. that you've told me about. Oh yeah, Crystal Lake. Is it really called that? Yeah. Oh, man. I have a t-shirt I can show you. It's in the closet somewhere. Crystal Lake, yeah. Do you have, like, a hockey mask? I mean, yes. Very well, cool. It's, the town makes you have one. Oh, really? Yeah. You have to have one yeah. as part of the township? Mm. The lore of that whole story is very interesting to me. Is it based on a real thing? Of of, of Jason. Uh, Jason, right? Yeah. Because the first movie is his mother. Yes. And then he only shows up at the very end. Yeah. And so I always... Well, only for a second jumps out of the water. It is very... Literally the last lake. scene. Oh, they're all... Or she's fine in the middle of the lake, and then he shows up. Um, I don't know. I found that... The whole story is very interesting to me. I don't know. The, it gets kind of convoluted. I think in, like, four or five, it's not even Jason again. It's a copycat. He goes to space. <laughs> That's Jason X? X. And then... Yeah. Wait, didn't we... We watched the one where he goes to New York, too, right? Yeah, Jason takes Manhattan... That sounds Jason like a porno. Takes, Jason takes an hour and 15 minutes to take Manhattan. That sounds like what you would find in your dad's like porn stash. It's like, Jason takes Manhattan. Manhattan's the name of a porn star? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like it, too. Hey, uh, we've, we've gapped long enough. Let's introduce our guest. With no further ado, uh, we have a special guest in studio. One of our guests today. <laughs> Or their guests just left, so there's only going to be one guest, actually. Okay. Uh, my good friend Steve Tam, also uh, Alameda High alumni. Hello. What's I'm up, man? super psyched. I can't sit still. I was sitting, laying against a wall, <laughs> fucking jittery as hell because I had so much coffee, and now I'm drinking this Red Bull, which I shouldn't be drinking, and I'm just fucking wired. It's good. all good. So, we want you Thank like you. That. I am honored to be here, guys. Uh-huh. I am super honored. I'm super psyched. Cool. Super psyched. Yeah, uh, I'm glad to have you in here. It was it's been, it was really fun talking with you earlier, and um, you know, as always, we like to ask you some questions and stuff about uh, your TV shows, your spooky stuff, your childhood. Um, I'll I'll go with my generic one. It was like, what scared you? Were you were you a scared kid? Did you have like a nightlight? Were you okay with? horror movies childhood fears childhood fears childhood fears actually i was a pretty 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 big pretty small pussy back then <laughs> my brother would used to always fuck with me make, make me watch a uh, child's play and all those jason movies and freddy and all the whole nine yards and after i'd watch the movie he'd come into my room at night and try to scare me and just fucking freak me the fuck out because he knew i was scared um, but for the most part, for the most part, no big fears. Did you, uh, did you watch a lot of, I mean, did you enjoy watching the scary movies until your brother scared you? Honestly, I didn't really get a kick out of that. I'd much rather at that age, much rather watch pornos at that time. Hell <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but no, I, uh, I would watch <laughs> everything that he wanted to watch. I couldn't, I could not watch any of the stuff you know, anything else, because he'd be like, no, we're watching this. Older brother, right? Yeah. Older brother, Eric. Only and, brother? Uh, only brother, so I'm the uh, only youngest brother. Do you have uh, another sibling or no? No, just my so older brother. So two boys. So just us. Yeah, I remember doing us. something like that where I was like, made my brother watch a movie because I thought it was going to scare him, but it scared me instead. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, of course, the movie in question, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I remember when the original... <laughs> It came out, and everyone's like, oh, my God, the movie It is so scary. And I was like, no, it's not. I'm like, he's just a regular dude wearing clown makeup, whereas, like, Killer Clowns from Outer Space was, like, these weird monsters with makeup. So I was like, 
you know, Tim Curry as a clown didn't really scare me, but killer clowns, oof, look out. <laughs> I just like the the thought of some foreign planet, some intergalactic planet, the clowns develop technology enough yes. to to travel to Earth to terrorize people like no one else in the planet. Scientists can figure it out. All these other people can do it, but no. Clowns. And it doesn't make and any not just, fucking not just sense. Clowns. Killer clowns. Yes. They're they're brilliant apparently. And did it say what planet they were from? No, just killer clowns from outer space. Um I'm sure it's probably like a weird, you know, carnival planet or some shit like that. But yeah, it was like you've seen it, right? No. Are you kidding me? Oh, dude, we have to watch it. It's so fucking it's cheesy, but it's like kind of meant to be, but they like wrap people in like cotton candy and then like drink their blood with like a silly straw and like throw mm. popcorn and the popcorn turns into clowns and shit. How do you un well sort of related question, how do you guys feel about cotton candy in general? I'm alright with it. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of cotton candy either. It's yeah. we like it's fluffy, it's sweet. I mean it's it's alright, but it doesn't doesn't I don't feel complete when I eat it. I'm just no. like, yeah it's just sweet but we like gummies nothing. around here. I like gummies. Gummies are good. I got some gummies we can uh, tune it up on up tune it tune up on, on during one of the breaks. God damn it. Just edit let's, that out. Let's get tuned up. Um also I got cotton candy into my hair once when I was like at the fair and uh, when I was five years old and it soiled it for me forever pretty much. And also ruined you can, your you, hair forever? Well yeah, that's why I don't have any hair. <laughs> I I uh, I remember you could like take cotton candy and wad it down to like the entire thing into like a one inch ball, basically. Yeah, you're and like, that's fine. That's what a gummy is. I guess you're right. It's got a bunch of gelatin and shit. It is cool when they're doing that little swirly thing when they're actually. Have you ever Making seen them? Yeah. I agree. Making, watching them make it is cool. But yeah. When you actually eat it, it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, it's it was not cool fun. watching it, but. What's your favorite, uh, like, fair carnival kind of treat? Ooh. Fried dough is mine. I know what mine is. Carnival cock? I was going to say, not, you're not far off. Extra long deep fried corn dog. Oh, I'm not Ooh. a corn dog fan. Oh, d have you tried Wait. them like where they like freshly dip them in the batter and then freshly no, dip them I've in not the oil tried that. and then freshly dip them in your ass? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've had that actually. <laughs> I've had the from the ass part, but no. Yeah, no, I, I think fried dough is probably my favorite thing. You've had that, right? Oh, yeah. Like okay. a funnel cake? It's basically funnel cake, yeah. It's powdered yeah. sugar on top of basically with pizza dough dipped in a fryer for a few seconds. Uh, Steve? My favorite is I do like those ice creams that they dip in that chocolate that hardens oh, and you get that hardened crust around yeah. the ice cream. Yeah. What are put those? some nuts on top. No homo, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's We welcome homo on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. So edit that out. So. <laughs> <laughs> the chocolate, uh, we had one near me. Oops, sorry for touching the table like that. Um, oh. We had one near me where it was a mini golf course and an arcade and they also sold fried dough and ice cream that would do the, the red dip and uh, a chocolate dip. And the best thing was that, that that dip would harden up, and then you'd just start working away and it, start to melt through. It would, like, crack and sweat. Oh, I love a, I love Sweaty a good crack. crack. <laughs> you beat me to it. Yeah. Um, that place in particular, we could ride our bikes to near Lake Winnipesaukee. It's a very famous lake in the Northeast. Um, and I knew how to... So when you go to mini golf, the last hole is always like, if you can hit this tricky shot, you, you get, get a free round of golf the next time or something. I could do it every time. Me too. I got it the last time I went to uh, South Lake Tahoe with my family. I won it. I have a free game in my wallet next time I go to South Lake Tahoe. Only a four-hour drive away. Yeah, why not? I mean, this was like a... 45 minute bike ride for us, but that was like, cause it was only, it was straight uphill. I mean, we would take 35 minutes uphill and then downhill would, would literally be four or five minutes. You'd go like 50 miles an hour. We'd go and play golf and these guys would get so mad at us. Cause like all eight of us who biked over there would just bang in a free round of golf and come back three days later, Hell eat yeah. fried dough. God, smoke Wasn't weed. Being a kid, great. 
Ah, yeah. Speaking of smoking weed, uh, me and Steve used to smoke a lot of weed back in high school, right? Oh, that was good times, man. I can remember that like it was yesterday. Really? Before school? Oh, yeah. We would smoke before class on our lunch break. And what time do you guys start uh, in Alameda? Uh, or did you start? Eight, right? I think it was, yeah, about eight. I think it was eight, eight Was that first period? Or is that, did you guys have first. like what we called homeroom? Where you'd like... No, I think the first period was 8 o'clock. Was your actual start? Yeah. Okay. Because we, uh, we had homeroom, which is like where you'd go for like 10 minutes before you'd have to go to your actual first period of the day. Yeah. To like whatever, hear the morning announcements or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah. And to... fucking say like the Star Spangled Banner. Or not the Star Spangled Banner. The Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> Wasn't that, isn't that fucking weird? I mean, it was a little brainwash-y. It was kind of strange. Uh, in elementary school, in my like little tiny school, you would have to, uh, once in a while, you would be the person who would say it over the loudspeaker. Ooh. Was that like exciting as a kid? Was that like an honor? Uh, I thought it was until I heard my voice. <laughs> I got flashbacks when I first was doing this podcast being like, oh, no one wants to hear me speak over any sort of microphone or head, uh, or. or whatever loudspeaker but yeah i thought it was cool until i heard myself being like three second delay over the loudspeaker from 1993 uh but yeah i think it's weird i'm a weird guy (laughs) so steve yes sir today we're doing an episode of are you afraid of the dark uh did you watch this show a lot as a kid absolutely love this show love the series actually mm-hmm. if you will did you know that it was a what was it, a canadian series it first aired yes. at ytv or something we, like that you're aware and then nickelodeon picked it up that's so, right fun fact but you guys already know that so we oh, do yeah. but yes. i was gonna say we got a little steve's trivia over here we do <laughs> yeah this is gonna be exciting i'm not sure if i'm gonna get any of the answers uh will get anything right but Love the series. Love cool. the series. So you said you remember this one specifically. Was there any other ones that you remember freaking you out or memorable? or? Because oh. I remember when I was like, yo, doing a podcast, watching all these old shows, you're like, that one where the ghost yeah. says, I'm on cold. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny that we were talking about carnivals earlier. I do remember the episode where they go to the carnival and there's a creepy clown. There's a creepy ass clown. The tale of I laughing in the I was thinking about dark. that. When you guys were talking about clowns, I was like, shit, that was another episode that I remember vividly. That's the one where he steals the nose thing, right? Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. We watched that one somewhat recently. And what I love about that one, because it was like the first episode, uh, was they kind of... It starts without the Midnight Society introducing anything, and then they start telling it, and then someone's like, wait, 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 what? And then it cuts back to Midnight Society telling the story, and then it starts again and kind of reintroduces it, and it makes it feel a little bit more, I don't know, loose and more realistic and that kind of thing. It is different, yeah, compared to like this... Because this is what, season two? Two? Yeah. Episode seven, I believe? I believe so. So they're starting to cook with some oil here. Um, it, I don't want to get right into it right away. I still want to kind of probe at this whole thing, but we got some Sabrina the Teenage Witch in this episode. Yes, yeah, we Clarissa do. explains it all. Or, uh, thing, yeah. Melissa Joan Hart. Hell yeah. She. Melissa Joan Hart. Mm, MJH. That's right. Did you have a crush on her? Of course. Did you have a crush on her? I could, yeah, I was like, shit, when that, was it Clarissa explains it all, where that yes. dude climbs up the window? You wanted to climb into yeah, a window? Yeah, I was like, fuck, man, the things I would do, even at that age, I don't know what, I mean. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know is. what, yeah, I don't know, but I'd smell those drugs. Well, at that time, not saying anything <laughs> pedal related, but at that time. You wanted to smell yes. her drawers? She was cool. She was cute. She was cute. <laughs> she had her own thing to her, too. She was kind of like borderline tomboyish, but like, yet she was... She was kind of a wench, it looked like. Like, she she was very... In this episode, particularly, she was very um, upfront, which I enjoy. She was supposed to be, I think, a bitchy babysitter. But yeah. um, when... I, at first, I had to go back a couple times and be like, wait, they're not brother and sister because... They, they say it, like, in the first, like two minutes and it's like a lot a lot of info right up top no but then later in the, uh charles is like 
I'm going to call mom and dad and have them yeah. pick me up. And I was like, wait, wouldn't you say my mom and dad and all that? Ugh. We'll get into it. Um, we got a lot. Tale of the Frozen Ghost. Yes. And so very, so vivid. Like till this day with my older brother, we still joke around. Whenever we say it's cold, we both go, I'm cold. <laughs> oh we would both God, start I fucking cracking up. It's so good. I'm right. so we happy. Yeah. Anyth anything else before we get into it? Was that a joke? We always get into it. Oh, okay. Okay. You just made like a hand... Because I, I, I feel like that's buzz, our thing. Johnny. Yes. We get into it. All right. So what we usually talk about a little bit up front is the Midnight Society and Midnight Society lore. Uh, the way this episode begins is we see uh, Kristen is hiking through the woods and she's all pissed off because Betty Ann and Kiki are not walking fast enough because it's the hottest night of the year. Mm -hmm. And that's not going to stop them from meeting up with people they don't like to tell stories. Hottest night of the year. Uh-huh. Which means it's the summertime. Yes. How do they know that's going to be the hottest night of the year? Because the summertime is the middle of the year. I, I have no idea. Maybe it's the middle right. of a heat wave, but... But I, uh, I'm being, again, semantical. Semantic-y. Yeah. Semantic-y. Um, but yeah, there's... And then the dude's like, we should call it the Heat Wave Society and go hang out in my uncle's pool. I was like, that sounds... <laughs> A little that, weird. Oh, you know that's an above-ground pool, by the way. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, it's Canada. Oh, yeah, so then, yeah, of course. Yeah. The ground's frozen. Plus, I feel like if it's your uncle's pool, like, he didn't say his cousin's pool. <laughs> the uncle has no kids. That's us someday. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> hey, man, if I have a pool someday, even in Canada. Did you ever have any friends that had any above-ground pools? Because I did. My next-door, sort of next-door neighbor had one. I remember awesome. one of my uh, friends in high school, Brian Thomas. He, uh, one oh, of, Brian, cool. Yeah, one of my buddies. His uh, his neighbor asked him to house sit and like watch their dog, and we went over to their house and drank a bunch of scotch mixed with Capri Sun that we raided from their liquor cabinet, <laughs> and took their long haired golden retriever into their above ground pool. <laughs> No way. <laughs> and it got, like, dog hair and clogged up and fucked up everything, scratched the pool to shit, and then ran around the house soaking wet, like, having sex with everything. <laughs> the dog, dog did? Jog, yeah, the dog jizz everywhere. It was Wait, what was the dog having sex with? Like, a carpet you know and guy? stuffed See? animals. <laughs> you know this guy? <laughs> it was just I funny. I do, yeah. It was this just is funny. real? This is not something he's making up right no, now. No, 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 no. Like, this is canon? This is real real shit this is an alameda this is an above ground pool for a house that my friend housed it and we fucked the house up so bad you're a horrible person sometimes it was in high school i feel like oh, everybody uh, was yeah, garbage no, no it's fine you're great <laughs> but anyway yeah even if i had an above ground pool in canada i would be cool with that by the way what did the hottest temperature in canada i wonder what that would be it's like oh my god it's so hot it's 68 degrees yeah <laughs> So yeah, they're saying about how hot it is, and uh, what I love is that Kristen's like, it's not that hot, and then we see Frank, <laughs> he has the funniest reaction, he goes, how can you say that? Oh my like, god, that was the first thing I That was down. the first thing I saw when Frank says that, and I laughed out loud hella hard. Um, but yeah, this episode, uh, Tale of the First Ghost, is a story told by Kristen, and she's wearing a jacket, and she says... The reason why she can stand to be in the jacket is because the story she's just about to tell is so scary. It's going to give anyone who hears it the shivers. I hate the shivers. It In real life? No, I'm just joking. Oh, well, it's just, just, just keep that in mind because at the end, it's a funny little thing. But yeah, do you have some notes? Yeah, you know what I liked actually uh, before actually... Before the show actually started, I actually liked looking into the TV Guide. Do you guys remember looking in the TV Guide? I would love TV Guide. In the newspaper, looking for Are You Afraid of the Dark and when it would be on, even though I knew exactly when it would be on every time. Nine o'clock, yeah. Saturday night, I Nickelodeon. Would love looking I would love looking for that. I mean, just fucking flipping through and finding it before I watch the show. And then, you guys had cable growing up then? 
Uh, we didn't have a lot of money, but we had cable. Yeah, fortunately. We went hungry money. a lot of nights, but we never missed an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, we had one of those old school boob tube TVs with just fucking wood, like wood grain oh, in the bottom. Those. When you turn it on, it makes this big <laughs> yeah, yeah. When like the pixels go across the screen. And it just gave me this fucking awesome feeling right before the show started that's so and rad mm -hmm. yeah sitting on the, the little the little cable box on there yeah exactly Ooh. uh do you ever have any friends i know we've talked about this before you and i john but uh any friends who had the the hack like the black box the, the black box oh man that's, that's where i first saw spice network and things like that was a friend of mine who had his his dad shout out to his dad uh, he had hacked the, the, the thing and we could watch porno all the time. <laughs> oh, you're lucky. He's like, I... took me a lot of time to figure this out, but I need to make sure my little kid can watch porn. <laughs> <laughs> my eight-year-old needs to watch porno. Don't forget about his friends. Yeah. Hey, I love him. Dude, I used to strain my eyes so hard trying to de-scramble and try to figure mm. out what's on it because I didn't have, yeah, I didn't have a black box. My buddy did. He looked about... 30 minutes away so I couldn't get easy access to it but um yeah I remember just trying to fucking descramble it watching it and all you got was the audio and it was like take me home and fuck me now Johnny and then I'd be all super fucking hard like oh shit they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna do it right now you see and like one I, green like fucking titty out of after <laughs> yeah after like 15 minutes I love that it's green because yes <laughs> it always was green after and then it would normally be a, pop up. Yeah, yeah a nipple and then it would be a fucking cock and you're like yeah. I don't yeah, give a shit about this yeah hairy ass and you're like yeah that's not what I wanted to yeah. see oh man good times good but times. uh yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> um so yeah the way the episode starts is uh they're talking about this rich kid <laughs> Uh, Charles Pemberton Shelley the third, um, and he's going to visit his aunts because uh, his like parents are getting married or something. So they send him and uh, his babysitter Melissa Joan Hart, who goes by Daphne, uh, and they're riding out to go visit the aunts. I I take it it's still in Canada. Did you? At first, I I wasn't paying close attention at first. I thought that they were brother and sister for a little bit. Though a lot of the, their interactions definitely felt that way. Um, Why would you send your babysitter to go stay with your? I'm assuming it's one of your their parents, the brother, or sorry, the the father or the mother, their sister and other sister. Why would you send the babysitter there? Because You're just wasting money. I mean, to be fair, these ants are fucking crazy. Oh my god, it's creepy they, old ladies! They're not playing with a full deck of cards. <laughs> Maybe, um, yeah. The way she delivers lines, I felt like what th these ladies—they were both like, "Hmm, let's uh, let's both act like Betty White from Golden Girls, um, but turn it up a little bit." I and, was watching this last night, and I had to like multiple times like turn things off restart it and go back and be like, like wait what the fuck did yeah. this bitch say <laughs> uh okay so they but get yeah. a limo driver yeah they got that okay. creepy stretch limo it's cool Jeez. and it's hot in there too apparently yeah. well evidently not too hot for charles because he's wearing he's, like every fucking jacket and hat and scarf they could I find i thought he was gonna be deformed at first because like, they, <laughs> they when they first show him he's like he's got this thing covering his face like this they need to have that his eyes and and then I was like, no. And he has the weirdest snow hat I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's a combination of being 90s and Canadian. And then weird. Oh, Canadian, eh? Yeah. Canadian, eh? Let's take oh, a drink a... for that. Oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, I do have some drinking rule game rules. Drinking gay rules? Yeah. Drinking game rules? I got them right here. How about this? Every time they say the word ghost. Yep. What about host? It rhymes. I'll yeah. give you a pass. Um, every time Daphne flips out on Charles, mm -hmm. there's a couple times where all of a sudden you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Where did that come from? Uh, and then, yeah, every time the old ladies, like, say some weird senile shit. Yeah, they, they constantly are, like, undermining each other about what they think they should reveal to the kids. Yeah. At one, at one point, they're like, okay. 
They get to the house. So, yeah. Uh, but also, just real quick, they say that Daphne's been babysitting Charles for a long time. And she's, I'm like, what, one year older than That's him? what I was going to say. I was like, right. if I was Charles and she was my babysitter, I would be, like, in love with her and, like, you know. like uh, I feel- Steve, did you ever have any uh, babysitters? Never. Couldn't really? afford them. Always had neighbors taking care of me. He had an older brother. Had an older brother, yeah. Doesn't matter. I Couldn't, never got that chance. Two of each. I had two brothers, two sisters that older me. I had two babysitters. <laughs> never got a chance. I did never. have a crush on every babysitter I did have, though. I mean, pretty much. You're like, whoa, it's a girl, and she's hanging out for me. Yes, my parents are paying her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it still then counts. at that time, I wouldn't know what to do with them anyways. i just look at them and just be in awe and just, oh, You're shit. Like, and then, oh, my God, I want to have sex, which means I pee in her butt or something, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, but, yeah, the limousine pulls up to the shitty old dilapidated house, and uh, Daphne's kind of stoked on it she's like cool spooksville or something like that that's what she says spooksville yes and then uh they jump out and he's like what if they're asleep and what if they get angry at us if we wake them up i'm like your parents were sending you there why would they be upset if they knew that you were showing up and woke them up that'd be so ridiculous if you're like Oh, my God, I can't believe you woke me up, even though your parents told me you're coming here and I'm taking responsible uh, responsibility for you for the next whatever days. I also like how they're, the, the parents are at a wedding. Yeah. And they're like, y'all can't come. Yeah. Not only at weddings, you get fucked up. Oh, yeah. Mom and dad are trying to fucking get down, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I also, one of the things I really liked was... I heard it was a gay marriage. They make the... Uh, uh, limousine driver carry their huge fucking trunk up to the house like before anybody answers the door it's like bro chill out a little bit like there might not be anybody home this might be the wrong house like nope come on motherfucker carry that shit up there (laughs) he pieces out real fast oh yeah he just takes off rightfully so while they're watching the rocking chair sitting on the porch just rock back and forth he's just this guy's got the best survival instinct in this whole episode it would be so much fun to watch wonder what his ride home was like. It was like, because he got no one in the limo. Blowing can... some lines of coke. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Put on some rock and roll. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, I got to go pick up fucking so-and-so from this place now. I was going to say, go like find some dude out of like a strip club with a, get a bunch of strippers in the back, but it's like weird and Canadian style. So <laughs> they're wearing like denim. And everyone's just shaking hands. Yeah. So actually blowing cocks. <laughs> That sounds pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Um, so you watched this one as a kid, Greg. Was it scary to you, like when they show up at this house? Honestly, yeah. I was actually pretty. wasn't I wouldn't say freaked out, but yeah, it was just. It gave me this eerie kind of feeling when I watched the show. Even from the jump, from the intro. When they throw that flint over the fire and they get you all into it, mm-hmm. and then, oh, are you afraid of the dark? That whole intro submitting. comes up. It gave me this eerie feeling, but it was enough for me to just sit there for the whole 20, 25 minutes that it was running and just fucking just eyes glued to the TV. Yeah. But yeah, well, I wouldn't say scary per se, but yeah, it was eerie. Intrigued? I, yeah, I was definitely intrigued. And when um, later in the episode, the show. I remember. So, like, when we first roll up to the house, the limousine, it's this, like, kind of raised up, they got stairs up to the front door, but then there's this scene where, later on, where um, the, like, ghost or spirit comes crashing through the window. Uh-huh. It looks like a completely different house. Yeah. I mean... Like, this looks, it it I, looks like a one-story... I have a home. feeling they had an interior... That they were shooting an exterior, that they were two different fucking places. But yeah, it's it's pretty shitty. And like they leave no lights on. Uh, the old ladies come. They can't. To, yes, I know. We'll get to this. I I want to talk okay. about this. The old ladies come to the door. They're are carrying they aunts. Or are they lesbians? They are sisters, and they are oh. both his aunts. Okay. And uh, yeah, they're weird as fuck. Like. <laughs> They are the <laughs> best actors in this entire episode. Yeah. Um, so they, like, offered the limousine dude to, like, hang out. And he was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And then they start 
they both decide, oh, we're going to carry this huge fucking trunk up the stairs together. You know the line they say when they're going up there? Yeah. Go for it. Nonsense. You're our guest. <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating that either. No, yeah. There was a lot of vibrato. Like, their delivery is so amazing. I, I just, I would, I would love to have been on set that day when, or those days when they were recording their lines. Cause everything is like, uh, particularly for, um, is it Maylene? Who's the one who's got like, the, the Bob haircut? I don't know. I didn't even know their names the whole time. I just wrote the ants. So Charles hangs out. He hears his sound. He's not sure if it's the voice or the wind. Um, and then what? Oh, just, I. I don't remember if we remarked it earlier, but they re like they really want to establish that Charles is a spoiled little kid. Yeah, at least yelling at uh, Sabrina about his clothes being wrinkled. Yeah, and um, it, it, that's when we find out they have money problems. The no, aunts do. Yeah, and just almost. What? Not quite yet, but soon. Oh, okay. But we oh. So did we leave off when they're leaving up, uh, they're, they're bringing the luggage up the stairs? That's where we stopped before the break. Okay. That's basically the same point. And she's like, I'll go dry, I'll go draw a bath for you. Yes. Little rich kid. Uh-huh. I gotta say, if I was this kid. I'd be jerking off thinking about Clarissa in the next room. Oh my God. <laughs> Is I that would what be, you were gonna say? Oh my, exactly. I <laughs> That's would what I'm be, saying. I would be fully erect the entire... If my if my babysitter showed up when I was... What's this guy's age? What, 10 years old? Maybe max? I, I, I would say, yeah, 10 to 12. I would kill someone if Sabrina Clarissa was my, my babysitter. Yeah. She, she draws a bathroom. I'd be like, oops, I'm naked in front of you now. Clarissa explains this dick. She's like, it's not good enough. Sorry. <laughs> That's what she explains. It's like nothing needs to be explained. <laughs> um, but yeah, the kid instead is taking a bubble bath. Like, is he got like a washcloth on his face. And he starts hearing like the ceiling light fixture swinging. And he like takes the washcloth off his face. He looks up at the swinging fixture and it freezes mid-swing. And I'm like, That's fucking scary, right? It is scary. This is the moment that they show the first supernatural thing happening. And it's instead of being like, a, oh, my God, moment, it's like the kids light like, bulb swinging back and forth. Right? But it froze like oh, it yeah. like. Oh. Well, yeah, he hears whispering and he's not sure like what's going on. And it kind of cuts to um, the the heater from the stove pipe that's in the kitchen. It kind of pans down and we see underneath <sighs> the kid taking a bath downstairs, uh, the ants uh, Maylene and Doris? What's her name? Maylene and Greta? Greta, yeah. Uh, they're talking to Daphne and about how they use the old school heater and no electricity. And this is the part where they talk about their money problems. They have money problems. And then uh, they, <laughs> they get into this thing where a robber showed up. So b before any of that, so they're like, yeah, we only use the stovepipe when we don't have electricity. And then Greta goes, yeah, we haven't had it for three months so they have not had electricity for three months so they really are losing their goddamn mind they don't have a fucking record to listen to they don't have anyone else coming to the house it's like really these two old ladies losing their fucking mind in the middle of fucking nowhere in a big scary house surrounded by ghosts mm -hmm. i was just like i don't where know where a kid died and a parent uh and it's the coldest winter ever no no not ever they say known Okay. Over the last hundred years. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what does that mean? Exactly. Maybe it means something different up in the the Great the White Northern. Winter. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. I'm I'm over it. Uh. So <laughs> they talk about this guy, this robber, and it they're like, hey, he did this rob, this so, robbery, and they sent him to prison on the train to prison. So yeah. Is the, there a a train that goes to prison? Okay, so the whole the whole reason this comes up is this. Because Sabrina's like, 
oh, if you guys need money, why don't you ask Charles's parents for money? They're fucking loaded. And they're like, oh, well, first of all, they're too proud to ask. But then they explain that there was a falling out between their dad and, I guess, Charles's great-grandfather or something. Yeah, there was a big fallout. <clears throat> yeah, and that's when we find out that Charles's great-grandfather hired, yeah, a murderer Fucking or something. Charles. <laughs> Charlie's great-grandfather hired a criminal to work on the farm. The police caught him and put him on a train to prison. And then the other aunt, Greta, says, well, that's not how I heard it. The train never got to prison because there was a crash and everybody died. And they never found the, the body, body. Of, the, of the criminal. I was mentioning this just a minute ago. Are there... Like you said, is there, are there trains? Are there trains <laughs> to prison? I mean... Like... In like Germany, back in we the live days. in the Bay Area, and I go to the South Bay a lot for work, for my day job. Never have I ever seen a train being like, prison train. Jump I know, on I was this just one. thinking about that, and I was like, isn't they talk about that in that song, Folsom Prison Blues? And then I was like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. A good song, by the way. You just sound just like the man in black. <laughs> Whoa, Johnny Cash. <laughs> I think we're picking up some ghostly sounds of... <laughs> Rock and roll, baby. There it is. Um, just the one. But yeah, I think that song's about hearing the train while you're in prison and wishing you were out and had yeah, the freedom. Yeah, no, so it's I different. I, who knows what the fuck. Are prisons located near train I tracks? feel like that would be... Uh, that would the not dumbest be the strategy. Idea. Yeah, yeah. It's like, if you were escaping prison, <laughs> you could be on your way hella quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they explain what happened to him. And then, yeah, we see uh, in the middle of the night, Charles is tossing and turning, having a nightmare. Do you want to elaborate on what happens? What happens after that part? Happens. Do you remember this dream? It's like a POV shot of like this weird Yo, overweight that. guy. He's wearing like a flannel and like a bandana or something. And uh, you see this he's overweight. into this tube. He's at looking. Charles. Yeah, right? he's looking at something. And uh, he's like, <laughs> what happens is this. The window gets knocked open. The parent, the aunt's let it know, uh, slip that there's a ghost. Then that night, Charlie has the dream about the fat guy looking in a hole saying, give it back. <laughs> then he wakes up from the dream, looks outside, and that's when we see the ghost for the first time. Did this ghost scare you as a kid, Steve? It was the whole thing that he said that, I'm cold. How was that? I've been working on that for 20 fucking years. Okay. <laughs> so so just... I liked it. Creepy. Eerie. Creepy. So they show, the way that they have this ghost portrayed is really funny. It's like this lame-ass kid dressed all in, like, a white silk pajamas. Okay, you remind me of, like, something that a cult leader would be wearing. I was thinking, like, yes. if this is what Bruce Lee wears in heaven. It's like a... Oh. <laughs> That's too fun. That's too beautiful. Yeah. No, like, this kid's wearing white silk pajamas, and they have, like, a spotlight on him. But, yeah, and he goes... I'm cold. And I'm like, the way, the inflection, in my opinion, is terrible. It's, it's so creepy lack of information. He was like, no, he could I, have said, I'm cold. Could they you said that they found him curled up in like a shed. They found the dead body of this kid because the kid, he liked to sneak onto the property to look for cookies that mom made. And I, I was like, blame him. So like, so wait, this kid was a trespasser, first of all. Was so, he a neighbor? Yeah, that's what they said. He was on it from a neighboring farm. But the problem with this kid being scary is that instead of being like, cold, I'm cold. He's like, I'm cold. Like, it, th it's not scary at all. It's like almost as if this, these words didn't mean anything to him. His silk pajamas, again, did not help. No. It, I so was like, is this, again, this man is a cult leader or he is like what an alien would think a kid would be wearing. It's like shiny and not scary. There's nothing uh, upsetting about it. It was awful. The next day, that's when we get all the information about... Uh, the boy who froze to death. And they say, yeah, the boy who lived a nearby farm used to sneak around looking for cookies till one day someone found his dead body behind the shed frozen to death. And that... This he kid was an addict, by the way. I mean, for sugar? He's just sneaking around trying to find cookies to the point where he froze to death? And also, why not go home? Yeah. 
wait, oh man, so much, such a better story takes place behind this whole story. Yeah. Well, they this is when they have them go chop wood. So the next day, Steve, so, you were chop wood growing up. Never. Oh my god. Never. Not chop fun wood. to do. I I only did it as fun. What? Like hitting shit with an axe. Sucked. Well, we didn't need the wood. It was just me <laughs> being bored you hitting things with an axe. Some fucking city slickers, and I was some working on the railroad kind of guy. <laughs> Is that an acronym for eating ass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers to that again. All right. Um. So they're out chopping wood. John's Daphne's like, uh, let me show you how it's done. Uh, they hear... The ghost saying he's cold. Daphne goes out to go investigate. And then we have a kind of a cool little supernatural this part This scene was here. cool. I like this a lot. The footprints. Yes, the footprints that just magically appear in the mud. Or... Did that scare you as a kid? I wouldn't say it scared me, but I actually thought it was pretty cool for that time. It was during good like effects. The... It was good effects for yeah. that time. Yeah, it was pretty good effects. Like Even now I think about it. I was just watching the episode the other day. I was like... How the fuck did they do that back in the days like that with all They that? just put the footprints in there. And well, they I, do... mean, I mean, God damn but it, John, let him come speak. on, John. But no, no, I'm kidding. But no, yeah, <laughs> it, was good, it was good effects for that time. For that time, I think. I it thought was it was cool as fuck. After we see the footprints, all of a sudden we see the dead kid again pop up. And he goes, I'm cold. And then there's this fun little running around scene where Charles. I wish he said it with that much emotion. Because it's like. I'm cold. I'm cold. He doesn't know what he wants. He he doesn't know what the word cold means. Like this actor, he's just like, oh, I had so much problems with this. Yeah, and it looks silly. Even more silly, his outfit, the pajamas in the middle of the day. Charles is running around seeing the ghost in one spot, then seeing it somewhere else. Which I kind of did appreciate the way they filmed that. The way they shot it, too, if you noticed, they had a little bit of a twitch to him. So uh-huh. he said, I'm cold. And he would just have this odd twitch to him. But if you're a cult-like yeah, gown that he was wearing, I should have been wearing one of those, what, was it uh, Dan Cortez or uh, those Nike Cortez shoes? What was that popular cult back in the days where they had the white Oh, gown the ones who went behind the uh, Nikes and... Uh, the ones who did the, the they'll that. kill themselves when Haley's comet was passing by. Yes, that. Uh, they should have just he should they the, should have just had him wearing those Nikes. Hail Bop, Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Yes. There you go. She hey, let's put do them right now. Huh? Let's all do that right now then. I mean, if you give me some poison, I'd eat it. Some Kool-Aid. Um But yeah, this is when this is the part you were talking about, Tommy, where the kid face plants in the fucking puddle. He... He jumps into this little, like, mud pile, and mud don't lie, he gets stuck, and it is the best face plant of all time, where it's, like, the most forced face plant. He just falls straight forward into it, and, I mean, this is skipping ahead, but he has the funnest um, fake mud face paint, where he's, like, right here, below his mouth and on his chin and then above his lip and then he has one on his nose as well and i just thought it was so fucking funny and especially since this his character of charles hates being dirty and hates yeah. being in the mud so oh she rubs mud on him remember that yeah yeah so oh, this is right. like that would be a moment to drink i think he would get fucking hard if she did that in real life he's like i love fucking Shit play. Hey, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm a like fecal, a fe- poo. fecal <laughs> filiac. Were you guys, um... Fecal filiacs? Yes. <laughs> anyhow. Um, anyhow? Any World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> um, Melissa Joan Hart, not phased by seeing the ghost MGH, at all. Baby. Oh, I'm sorry. MJH. So the kid's like, oh my god, there's the ghost. And she's like, oh yeah, there's the ghost. Not even worried about it. The dead... Uh, I'm cold kid points out a fallen tree and this is my favorite line of the whole episode where Charles goes hey it's the log from my dream <laughs> and Melissa Joan Hart goes what the fuck are you talking about I love that too it's the funniest line hey it's that log from my dream no reason it's like you that. didn't tell anyone about your dream nope. first of all 
And second of all, just the idea of dreaming about a log is... Um, and uh, I love how when they pull the, the jacket out of the log, it's in pr- pristine condition. It yeah. looks brand new. Like, this supposedly happened... Wait, wait. So if the great-grandfather... Did you notice, Steve, that uh, when they gave him the jacket, his clothes change? Yeah. They're, put- like, normal. He goes from, like, cult leader clothes... To normal kids being like, all right, I'm cool. Yeah, and it was funny. It would seem like, I don't know, all of a sudden his new clothes came on and he had like his hands in his pockets or something like that. Uh, It was ridiculous. It really was. And like this, all this transpires in the span of like two and a half minutes. It's like, oh my God, there's the ghost. Okay, there's the log. Look in the log. There's the jacket. Put the jacket on the kid. Turns back normal. And then like, like, okay, that was cool. So what is, what is the whole premise of the murder of this kid Does i think he, what happened was that the did you get this at all s- s- back then no yeah i could do you get it now oh number two i think what happened with the the kid dying is this the kid is there in the backyard i think that the criminal was trying to get this money the money was hidden in the house. The kid knew where it was. The kid had the key to the flue for the stovepipe where the money was. And that meant that the other guy was trying to get it. The criminal was trying to get okay. it. So the kid hides in a tree and then... I don't know. I mean, it's just, it just it's weird. Like, Well, here's my question. If the fat dude took the jacket off of the kid who froze to death, and then, then he shoved it into a tree. That's what I'm saying. Like, how did it get into that tree? Mm. And, like, if the kid was found frozen outside the barn, wherever that fuck that kid came from, go back there. Like, you have more clothes there. Like, that jacket wasn't your only s- source of heat, you know? Yeah, was that... Walk into the house you were just stealing cookies from. Mm. Yeah, that's, there's a huge plot hole there. I don't like that. I'm like, maybe this fucking criminal molested this kid. Whoa. Beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And left him to freeze to death. What did you think when you were watching <laughs> this? Like, did you... <laughs> did you remember, like, this whole thing of being like, what the fuck? Because, okay, so long story short, at the end... There's this jacket. We get the jacket. We give it to the ghost, and this key, a key falls, falls out, out of the jacket. And this gold comes flying out of the so chimney. So they're plume. like, so they gave the key to the ants because the ants are like, oh, I didn't think I know what that is. Put it into the stovepipe that's been giving them trouble the whole episode. How would you not know what the, that key was? I mean, I I pretty much knew from the second I yes, saw. Yes, the second I saw it. Well, okay, whatever. I was thinking the same thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, but anyways, yeah. Just maybe logical to some people, or maybe they... The parents, the, the aunts were... They turn the key, and there's fucking clean gold that's been supposedly, uh, like, exposed to smoke nonstop for nope. the last no 50 way. years. Yeah, it's not been happening. No. The, the smoke, uh, the, that gold is uh, beautiful, Melted. unadulterated gold. <laughs> unadulterated gold (laughs) but yeah so that they basically like okay cool now we're rich freeze frame and then just real quick cut back to the midnight society nobody seems like they're like oh so that means they're like trying to put it together which i thought was the funniest thing instead of them like sometimes the midnight society's like whoa cool story or oh that's bad or you know something like that instead they're just like so wait that means this, and, like, they, it seemed like they were still trying to put it together. No one had the shivers. Like, Kristen's like, yeah, see? And everyone, it guts to everyone, and especially, like, Kiki is soaking wet with sweat. It's just the funniest thing. It's like, I don't know, at the beginning, they're like, mm. oh, it's going to give you shivers. And then I have some news about Kiki. Real life news? Oh, well, not real life news, but I have some trivia. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, do you want to try to wrap your head around this criminal thing? No, I think it was pretty straightforward. It was, I think it was a not a great written end of the episode that, because uh, all they call him is the criminal. Yeah. Like they don't, they're not like, oh, the 
cattle rustler or the... Wouldn't it be funny if it's just, like, unrelated and that dude was, like, the kid's dad? <laughs> we don't know about this. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's just, like, some fat, like, alcoholic dude. Do you think dude. he was... Did no. you think there was going to be a reveal about his dad, or did you think this whole thing was just a haunted house kind of thing? It was super vague, to be honest, so I think. So vague. Yeah, it was so vague, and the ending was just like, oh, it kind of left you hanging, and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, you know what would have been cool? What if they, like, the ghost is, like, helps them find the truth, and that, like, the old ladies, like, locked him out of the house or something, and that Whoa. they killed him? What if the ghosts help them find their dad's Porno mags. Oh my god. It would have been more exciting if the ghost was going into MJH's room. Man. <laughs> Damn. Oh man. You're talking about a ghost having sex with Clarissa explains it all. Shut up. It's your heart. I'm just trying to make sure that is what we're all talking about here. She was such a babe. Listen, also, for anybody listening said, to these comments about Melissa Joan Hart, just keep in mind she was always older than she's us. A, a decade older than me. Yes. So, uh... Eight years. How old is she? From, she's... She's, in, she's 76. We are 84. Oh, 76. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, uh, my math is ooh. fucked. I'm um, cold. I also found one of them in that show, in her show, in Sabrina. I think I found one of them, the aunt's kind of hot, too. You mean Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. We're just... It was like bo- big boobs and blonde, so I was like, nah, whatever, I'm in. Yeah. Love boobs. Not a lot's changed. No, that's not true. <laughs> Wait, so we get back, and yeah, the money's there, and that, and whatnot. What did you think? Do you want to do some creepy cholera? Yeah, we can do that. So, Steve, we'll start with this, you. This we'll sounds exciting. That's it, by the way. That's it. <laughs> I thought it was going to be So you that. go um, uh, zero to ten creepy crawlers based on being... whatever you want. Like yeah. on nostalgia, on plot, on, on characters. You can do whatever you want. Don't don't feel like you need to do it on anything. Don't hold back. Who's going to start it off? You. We just I'm going to start it off? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So on a scale from zero to ten, one to ten. Yes. No, zero to ten. Zero to ten. Creepy, this episode specifically. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Creepy, scary. Think about, like, It doesn't have to be creepy. It could be your funny story, or stupid. Your acting. You know, you know, everything factors into that. Nostalgia level, in terms of memorize, or just in terms of the, just a series, that specific episode, and just, just reminding me about the series itself, I'd say like an 8.5 or a 9. Whoa. And again, just because, like you said, I know you didn't like it, but the part where, you know, the kid, the retard kid outside says, I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, get me on that. But John's he, retard. <laughs> I, I really liked it. Like I said, till this day, me and my older brother will still say, I'm cold. And, and it just reminds us of, you know, the series and the show. I liked it. I mean, the show itself, yeah. What I mean, that specific show itself wasn't all that exciting, but that just that piece really stuck and really hit home. Eight point five, you said. Eight point five, yeah. Good rating. That is outstanding 8.5. rating. Yeah. I'm gonna okay. I tell me, boy. Hey, what's your eight? Okay, uh, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm gonna give my rating right out at the front, real quick, before I give my. Uh, Description. Yes, explanation, description, whatever you like. 7.5. I thought it was great. Um, the ghost guy was kind of cheesy and whatever, but uh, I did like the how much the aunts both just sold each character. It was so over the top. It was fun. Yeah, you knew what to get into, and... Um, although I didn't like how cheesy it was like, oh, they just wanted the... The fucking, the, the the jacket, that was all it was. But uh, I did enjoy it, so I'm going to give it a 7.5, Creepy Crawlers. I would watch it again, but only with friends. Johnny, I'm going to turn this over to you. I'm going to do the some little different than you did. Instead of giving my score front explanation on the back end, I'm going to flip that around. I hate this episode. Wow. 
I hated it the first time I saw it when I was a boy. Do we beat him up? I hate it now. Um, I what never thought the kid was scary. That bad, huh? I never thought the mm. kid was scary. I thought that the acting was stupid as hell. I'm cold. And when you said you wanted to do this, I thought it was because of how stupid it was. I didn't know that you actually enjoyed it as a kid. But I guess if it's well, a joke, that's it's fine. I get it. It is funny. To Don't get back what Tommy said. Yeah, it was. I think it was the cheesy factor of it that kind of got me into it. It's just like wow. you kind of expected it, but at the same time, it was predictable. Yeah, cheesy, and yeah, the two old ladies, I mean, you, you gotta give it up to them. I mean, just fucking wild as shit, and just... They um, were awesome. Yeah. This is so rare. Usually I'm almost, you're the one... I would say any episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark could do that. This one, I was like... One of the things I also hate was that the ghost was just dealing with something, and it needed their help. I don't like it, friendly ghosts... Take that shit out of here. I want You don't ghosts. like Casper? No. I want, like... Casper the Friendly Ghost? No? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I fucking hated that movie. It was so stupid. But Christina Ritchie. Mm. I prefer an Adam's Family. <laughs> you weird fuck. I was always younger than her. Just like... She's our age. She's... You're older than me. She's probably your age, actually. Okay. Getting back to my score... And yeah, it wasn't scary. It didn't have any of those creep factors to me. Yeah, it was kind of cool with the footprints popping in the mud. But cool. taking away creepy off the table, what does this have that Are You Afraid of the Darks have? It was stupid and funny. It had moments that I sincerely laughed out loud and said, what the fuck, multiple times. Not mm -hmm. just in the episode, but the Midnight Society with Frank doing that weird face with, you know, her giving him a hard time tearing him a new asshole and then when he goes that's the log from my dream there was lots of funny parts for this that being said i had to watch it two times recently uh, if i watch it two Didn't more times for you, huh? in the next 10 years it'll be too soon really i'm gonna have to give this one a five five a creepy crops right down the middle yeah probably my lowest score for i'm already afraid of the dark so far and that's the Creepy Crawlers. Yeah. Tom. Hey. Do you have some trivia for us today? A little bit, yeah. Tom's Trivia. Did you guys ever watch the show Arthur? The cartoon? Yeah. No. <laughs> that's disappointing, sorry. <laughs> um, Kiki... Uh, was the voice of Francine, who's one of the main characters of it, and um, our little ghost boy, I don't remember his name, uh -huh. I'm So Cold, was the, <laughs> played the little sister, uh, DW, on uh, Arthur. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so it was a, a cool little crossover that two of the characters who played the people in this movie were also voice actors for Arthur. That is good trivia. Oh, that's mm -hmm. a fun fun fact, right? Arthur was that a great show. I love the kid. You're like, little dead kid, I'm so cold. <laughs> that's what he's that's all he did. I know. That's that just, was his only acting. I know. Besides and it was so bad acting. Can we too. please what the fuck was he wearing during before he got the his jacket back? Like when he was still in his like cult leader kimono. Look, I I just don't understand what was going on there. It was wild. Yeah. It was lame. All right. So uh, that's about it. What Thanks you, for uh, making us watch this, Steve. I want to give a shout out to that girl I brought home the other day. I thought uh, I thought we hit it off well, and apparently we didn't. You Where'd didn't you call meet her? me back. We, so I went to this bar right down the street. I can't remember what it's called. Here? Oh, in Berkeley? Yeah, in Berkeley. What's it called? Poloi something. Poloi. Oh yeah, uh, you know where that is? Yeah, Poloi. Yeah, that, right down there on the on the corner. On the corner, yes. Yes. So beer bar. Yes, exactly. So, anyways, give a shout out to her. I thought we hit it off good, but apparently we didn't because you haven't called me back. But when was this? Right. She's gonna hear this podcast. She's gonna be <laughs> wet. I'd be surprised. She might have her child already. I'd be surprised. Actually, I didn't finish. I was so drunk. I 
would say beer dick, not Go whiskey dick. Go take care of it. I couldn't finish, yeah. I was just like, shit. And I normally always finish. Just <laughs> like like real early? <laughs> normally real like, early, yeah. Like real early. seconds, boom. <laughs> they always know when I finish, and they're always disappointed. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to our Twitter, Very at nice. Short and Spooky, and our Gmail, shortandspooky at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up with a question, um, or nothing, or a, a dick pic, a pussy pic, a butthole pic, whatever you guys want. Or just a, a fun question about, I don't know, what's your favorite cereal? How about that? Okay. John, what do you got? Um, I guess if anyone has any, like, funny pictures of Melissa Joan Hart or... Oh, yeah, that's a good uh, one. Jennifer Love Hewitt, like, oh. like overweight... And like I have seen like pictures of her overweight. Yeah, just send them to our Twitter if you have some really, really any embarrassing, especially overweight photo of any child actor from any of these shows. I don't care if it's Tucker from Midnight Society or some, I don't know, the little girl from an episode well, of... Get your mind out of the that's gutter. That's creepy. That's, let's not say little girl, but... Okay, a little boy. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> That's Whatever, okay, yeah. just send me pe- pictures of celebrities looking like shit. Good. All right. Everybody, hey, also, welcome to the new year. That's right. 2019. Mm, not great so far. This would be our second episode from the new year. Yeah, I'm still, I'm saying it's still not great. Well, you don't know that yet. I won't be there, hopefully. You might have a Christmas miracle. Yeah. Might might get killed. That'd be great. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. Hey, appreciate it. <laughs> it Thank you so much for coming on. We'll have you on soon. We're just like waxing poetic and running our fucking mouth. All right. Thanks for coming on, Steve. Steve. Thank you. Thank both. you so much. This was a blast. You have a good time. Super time. Super time. Again.